0: Greetings, my friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Banderwell. Thanks so much for joining me again today on our chapter day journey. We're in Job, chapter 25, and it was verses 5 and 6 in this very short chapter that resonated with me this morning. Job's friend Bill says, even if the moon is not bright and the stars are not pure in God's eyes, how much less a mortal who is but a maggot, a human being who is only a worm. Today's podcast is entitled, Worm Theology. I spent most of my 20s and 30s trying to figure myself out, (laughs) like a lot of adults. The truth I came to embrace during those years is that the journey of self-discovery will not end on this earthly sojourn. I will forever be peeling back the layers and honing my thoughts and words and behaviors to be like Jesus. It was during those early years, however, that I learned the tools, the habits, that have been invaluable in the process. One of the things that I was quick to discover in those early days of self-discovery was my shame. Now, The American Heritage Dictionary defines shame as, quote, a pervasive negative emotional state, usually originating in childhood, marked by chronic self-reproach and a sense of personal failure, end quote. And working with a friend and therapist, I was assigned by him to name my own personal shame. If your core pain were one of those, hello, my name is, name tags, my friend asked, what would you write on there? So after pondering on it and journaling about it for some time, the answer emerged. And I named my pain, my shame, not enough. In my personal experience, the sense of personal failure in the dictionary definition is not because I have done something wrong, but because there is something inherently wrong and flawed with me. And that inherent flaw means that I myself and all that I do are perpetually not enough. That's the way I feel. One of the basic tenets of the great story is that human beings are sinful individuals living in a fallen world a theological term often used for this is total depravity romans 3:23 is the oft quoted verse to describe it where paul writes to the believers in rome quote for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god end quote and it is easy i discovered for shame to take the concept of total depravity and run with it, wallow in it, allow it to perpetuate a cycle of shame that becomes spiritually, mentally, and relationally unhealthy. Others have tagged this worm theology. Now, today's very short chapter is Job's Friends Bill, third and final statement to Job, as it aptly summarizes the disconnect between what Job and his three amigos have been saying. Bill describes worm theology really well in today's chapter. We're all just maggots. We're all just worms. We're all worthless, and Job should just accept his tragedy and his sufferings as the deserved end of a worthless worm. Of course, Bill is only making Job's case even stronger. The three amigos have not suffered as Job has, so, is it just Job that's the worthless worm? I mean, if we're all just worthless worms, then why haven't the three amigos suffered a similar fate? You know, along my spiritual journey, I have found the truth of human sinfulness to be like so many other things in this life. I can take it to one extreme and end up in shame based worm theology, I can also take it to the other extreme and find myself denying the truth of my sinfulness and embracing a false sense of self-righteousness. Along my journey of self-discovery and in my study of the great story, I found the truth in the tension between the two extremes. Yes, I am a sinful human being. Yes, I am not enough to attain spiritual righteousness by my human effort and means. But neither am I a worthless worm. That's the beauty of what Jesus taught and the beauty of the sacrifice that he made. For God so loved me that he gave his one and only son. Why would Jesus sacrifice himself for me if there wasn't something that he found lovable and valuable enough to make that sacrifice? So in the quiet this morning, I am grateful for the things that I learned along this journey. I'm glad for the work of self-discovery and maturation that has brought me to my current waypoint on life's road. And I'm excited to find out what God has for me out there on the horizon. No matter what it is, I've learned that I can trust God in and through it. I trust the best is yet to come when this earthly journey is finished and the eternal journey truly begins. I hope you have a great day wherever this finds you today, my friend. Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow. Hope you'll join us